are now listening to Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Tune in to our live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following live broadcast may not be suitable for all ages. The views expressed in this show are solely those of the individual providing them and do not represent the opinion of the station, website, or any affiliated partners. Audience discretion is advised. everybody how's everybody out there doing this fine evening anyway my name is mike you can call me ocho welcome to beyond the veil podcast all about the secret world or as what we really like to refer to as the secret world legends coming up hopefully (laughs) uh with me tonight we have Jin. hey guys and jared hello and that's it it's it's just the two of us uh, or three of us, sorry. Um, and, yeah, if you hadn't noticed, Antita is not here right now. She is uh, she's currently working. She might be on here later on. Guess we'll see. Who knows if uh, if traffic will hold her up or anything like that. But uh, so, how are you guys doing this week? Oh, doing fantastic. Uh, I'm I'm actually kind of excited that we get to go unsupervised. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna cause chaos for Xander. I don't even know what we could do. Oh, we could do a lot of things, but let's not. <laughs> not anything that's too damaging, I don't think. Or illegal. Let's let's not do anything illegal. <laughs> and of course, we're streaming right now on Hollow Sweet Media on Twitch. How's the? Uh, how is everyone out in Twitch land doing this fine evening as well? Let us know. Type in chat. And we'll see it. We're paying attention to it. Hi, chat. Hi, Jim. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Jared. How are you doing today, Jared? I'm actually in my museum. I'm actually in the game for once during the stream. Oh, my. Hey. Oh. Um, I, because uh, since things that we buy in the store for money have a good chance of me- of carrying over so i've decided to start like finishing up all my membership points uh spending on random things but really i should wait until tilty puts out the list of what actually what exactly will be-, will be moved over so um yeah i bought some things and i was gonna like see what they look like so that's why i'm in the museum now oh that works well you didn't you basically assume that uh, that anything that was store purchased basically would be moving over and anything that would earn through an achievement would not. We'd have to re-earn that, basically. Yeah. Unfortunately, but it gives us something to do until Whispering Tide comes out. Do you think if they don't have all the um, all the cosmetic items, like, when the game starts, they will have them eventually? 
Mm, that's an interesting point. Maybe, maybe not. It really depends because they did, uh, didn't they say that they, like, changed, like, the character models a bit? Oh, uh, they did, yeah. So, maybe I think certain it's things. The, I feel like it's mostly the faces, though, that have been changed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So maybe certain, like, helmets or facial things wouldn't be there if they were clipping a lot. Of course, this is just speculation. We, we actually yes. have no idea if, if it will or not. It's pretty cool, but yeah, I was I was in the game earlier. I uh, I actually got to experience it for once on Ultra Graphics, and my God, it's beautiful. That's right, because you've got a new uh, machine. I was I like experiencing it without lag, like with all the shaders on. It was a brand new game, and I I'm kind of excited to see what Secret World Legends will look like on the machine. Guys, you got to give Jin props. This is basically the first time that she's really seeing the game. Yeah. <laughs> I've always had it on lowest setting, <laughs> so... And yet you've still been such a big fan of it. I think that's incredible. Ah, uh, yeah, because it's... It, even on the lowest graphics, it's still pretty nice. It's just now it's all pretty and, and light filtery. I love it. So what have you been doing this past week? Uh, Jared, what have you been playing? Um... Hmm... Haven't been playing too much, been pretty busy, but I went to my friend's house to play Mario Kart. Uh, my doc is at his house now, or on uh, Switch. So yeah, we played a few hours of Mario Kart online. Oh, Very nice. Jealous. Are you Just actually like the that. commercial for the Switch? Yes, yes, I am the, I am the commercial basically. The other day, uh, I was with some friends. Uh, we went to like an arcade, but it, I kind of felt that they didn't want to spend money. So I'm like, oh, don't worry, guys. I got a better idea. So we went out in the parking lot. Um, I put the Switch on top of the car, and we played there outside in the parking lot. That's amazing. That really is Wow. So, well, we're, yeah. not, we're not exactly here to... Uh, well, let's put it there. How, how about you, Jin? What have you been playing this past week? Uh, I've been checking out the Secret World in in uh, on your new World system. Of, yes, on my new system and World of Warcraft. Since I, I'm still waiting, we have 25 days until launch, and when that launch happens, I'll I'll probably be on Secret World Legends for the rest of the year. Say, so I surprised myself. I've been playing Lord of the Rings Online. How's this that week. going? I, I resubbed up for that. It's it's been interesting. It's it's an older game, kind of the same thing that uh, you're going through with Secret World right now is uh the last time i played that was like seven years ago and yeah with full graphics and i'm like wow this actually is kind of pretty like, oh. this game actually is is pretty nice but anyway we're not here to talk about uh other games so much as we are to talk about secret world secret world legends um and there has been a bit of news that's come out this past week not not a lot of news per se and not any news that you wouldn't already know if you hadn't been watching their uh their bi-weekly live stream uh, the first one that's been coming out is they've released two blog posts this past week. One on what Secret World Legends will be like with free-to-play. That'll be interesting. So just a quick rundown of it. Um, yep, he, uh, a a Andy wrote it up. And um, the topics was, of course, what is free-to-play, marks of favor, and Orum, the new uh, store currency, the exchange and economy... Um, that's about it for free to play, but um. So, what game would you say that this this free to play sounds like? Basically, what they're saying is that there are going to, there are going to be marks of favor, and the marks of favor will be gained through be, through 
um, through daily challenges and through the auction house that you'll be able to sell items and buy items using these marks of favor, which like I said, are primarily gained through challenges. So it seems like there's like a like a daily cap to how many you could you could get per day. Yes, and and to be honest, it like like I said before, it does sound um, a mix between uh, Neverwinter Guild Wars and Wildstar, just like. It's like they picked and choose what they liked about each game's economy, and they they made it for themselves. I, I don't know if that's the truth, but that's that's just what it looked like to me. Right, and they also mentioned Aram and how Aram, which is what is it? That's Latin for gold. Oh wow! They're, they're not really hiding that one too much. Um, that Aram will be the the premium currency. That Aram will be what you purchase, and that you will be able to trade that for marks of favor in game yeah and it's it's basically orum is the new funcom points so which i don't know yeah, isn't a isn't a bad um isn't a bad method we've seen that right in in neverwinter neverwinter does that with um or do it's, they do that with astral diamonds yes it, they and they do cap it as well in, in most of those games and all three they they cap it and it's it's very interesting to see how it works with the economy because when you set that kind of cap and um, when you set that exchange where you could exchange the, uh, the store currency for the in-game currency like marks of favor um, and vice versa, it, it helps balance it out. And really depending on the game, like I know Guild Wars 2, they, they put a certain like a lock on it to where uh, individual players cannot usurp the economy, where where um, they'll inflate it. Oh, right, so where it, it won't inflate out of control. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what I'm hoping to see in Secret World Legends, to see if they do, um, you know, uh, keep the exchange rates at uh, a certain level. Um, instead of having the players just inflate it out of, like, nowhere, because it's... That would be kind of, you know, set others at a disadvantage, maybe? What do you think they can do to prevent it from overinflating? Like I said, they would uh, set a cap. Set a cap on uh, market goods, like on the auction house. Um, like how they do in Guild Wars, like, you, you cannot... Um, I guess inflate a price because they set a uh, like a tax on it, and unless you have so much marks of favor or orum, you you wouldn't be able to inflate it that high, like you can do in other games like World of Warcraft or um, Neverwinter. You, you can still inflate it in Neverwinter. No, I don't mm -hmm. think they're going to. I don't know, hire on an economist. Like I know that Guild Wars Two does, where they actually they actually have an economist on staff to make sure this stuff doesn't get. Like way too out of hand, and yeah. the economy doesn't get way too inflated. Huh, that's interesting. That's that's just like in my experience when Ron I seen. Um, it, it's unique. They may not do it in Secret World Legends. They may just you know let the players go like, hey, go at it. Because um, it, it's a difference, um, I guess. I wouldn't say between like capitalism and like another like form of currency. Well, so. I mean, it, it is capitalism, and it's it, it's 
you know, in, in one of its purest form, it's using using our capitalism to, to fuel their capitalism. It's in a way, it's, it's not, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not going to be communist or not. They're not just going to you know, give it away for free. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess the, I'm not sure where I was going with that. I guess the, the really point that uh, it comes with with uh, the sort of thing is it needs to kind of be controlled. You really got to watch out. Otherwise, it can just get uh, get out of hand. But I don't know. Do you think that Pax was getting out of hand? Kind of that, the way that it was in the Secret World. Do you think that's the, like that was getting overinflated or that was getting out of hand? There wasn't yeah. like that much use for it except, unless you wanted to buy like really expensive things, right? Yeah, I know, I know. I never could afford anything on the auction house. <laughs> Unless you wanted like heroic items, like the the mounts that dropped from the bags or um, the outfits. It's they were selling it for insane prices, like fifty million packs plus, or like the the epic signets would sell like from fifty million to a hundred million, like depending oh. on what it was. In a- it's just weird. But oh, that's another thing. I like. We don't know if uh, if they'll still be keeping trade in the secret world because that's another way to cap on the economy. Like in Guild Wars, they don't have tr- a trading system; they just have like a mailing system. But you you cannot really. Um, they they have a cap on currency when you mail. You can only mail up to like what five hundred gold per week to um, another player. Um, so you can't just send like 50 million packs to another player through a trade like we would do in the secret world. Um, hmm. So we'll have to see if they'll introduce trade because if they do, that's another way it could possibly get out of hand. But they, but they did have trading in the secret world, so they probably will. And like uh, in that article... Uh, about the economy and the monetary system, they had said that like you could trade. I'm pretty sure they said that you could trade items along with trading, and I'm sure that they said you can trade like the orum for the uh, other currency, the, like, the money. Favorite, bought. Yes. Yeah, the marks of favor. You can trade between them. Oh, so having the, yeah, the premium and in-game currency trading. Yes. Yeah. So I imagine trading is in it, and that we've seen in games like um, like Guild Wars 2, where you could yes. you know you you could purchase the gems in Guild Wars 2 using gold and you could trade the gems that you buy from um I forget who makes Guild Wars 2 now but you can trade that for gold so it's the same thing you've, you've got a system back and forth guess we're just gonna have to see when it launches but I I'm kind of hoping that the well we're all gonna start out fresh that that's gonna be the thing you know once once beta opens it'll be wiped to open beta everybody will start out Everybody will have the same amount of uh, marks of favor, you know. No, no. Here's a thought that I had: is um, what do you think with uh, since they're scaling back to free to play, and since they're since they're really pushing the free to play, but they're simultaneously pushing the fact that they're kind of taking the 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 massively aspect out of out of the massively multiplayer. That they're kind of going back to like a not like a like a multiple RPG almost, more like a you know, instead of being an MMO. But these tactics that they read, or that they discussed in the free-to-play, like, those you find in nothing but games that basically, um, like, hug MMO, the ones that really embrace it. Do you think that them pulling back from saying that they're going to be an MMO, but still using 
an MMO sort of economy is going to hurt them? It could. It, it definitely could. And, and all we're seeing is that it's probably just a marketing tactic because you saw how well like Conan Exiles was launched. And I, I think they're trying to do the same thing here, but it's it's completely different because this has been an MMO for four years. And just to like scale it back, be like, oh, no, it's not an MMO anymore, you know. Right, so I'm wondering exactly how much they're going to scale it back to say that it's MMO. I mean, all we know is that, what, the, the number of people in a zone that you would encounter aren't going to be, you know, it's going to be fewer. But then again, we we never really encountered many people in a zone unless it was the uh, the world events, which was, like, capped at, right. like, 40 to 50. And I guess that's to, to stop, what, someone who's a higher level coming up in, and I mean, we didn't have levels, but we kind of did have levels, um... But someone of a higher level coming in and basically you know, wiping out all the mobs that you were just about to, you know, kill for your quest. Something like that. Yeah. And even then, there were so many different dimensions we could hop to. It, was, it, it already felt like, it, like uh, Ramon Tilti said before, the game was designed to make the player feel alone. Because it was... It was basically that. It was a horror game. You're you're supposed to experience it, you know, alone. Right. If you have so everyone you around be... you, that's not yeah. scary. Yep. <laughs> um, I... The, I think a big part of it will be, uh, despite not having PvP, which is obviously like a big downside in terms of why people will want to get fancier gear and um, better stuff, um, is the having many levels of ra raids and dungeons which uh, they have described that like the easier ones are going to be much easier or at least easier than what we already have but the harder ones are going to be much harder because they'll have many levels and get um, good yeah so and i think those harder ones will like really need a lot of grinding to do or a lot of money or at least some money to pay for what other people would grind for so see, I wouldn't. That, uh, I say, is that the uh, what you're implying? Do you think it's going to be more of a pay-to-win situation? I oh my god, let's let's not because I hate like if they go pay-to-win, that will just kill the game. They've already tried that, and you saw such a backlash they got with with the uh, talismans, uh, the woodcutters act. Yes. Where people were saying like, "Oh man, how how free how uh, how pay to win is that?" And you buy their uh, buy the other game just to get that. Yeah. Uh, so so do you feel that it might devolve into sort of a pay to win? And um, I know I know pay to win is like a it's like an you know it, it, it's a term that really doesn't have a specific meaning to you know it, the meaning changes per person. You know you ask you know five people what what pay to win means and each person is going to tell you something different. But um, the way that I really see pay to win is See, I don't even see. I guess mine is very loose. I don't even mind if they sell like gear. You know, if they're like, oh, this is a top level gear, here, buy it. Um, I don't even mind if they sell that. As long as you could acquire something in game that's better, I don't really mind. See, that's that's kind of like, I guess, my version of, of pay to win that, that's like the negative thing. Um, Jimmy the Rabbit in Twitch chat says, pay to advance faster is not pay to win. But yeah. there are actually those people that I've seen that will argue that it is. That, True. You know, their, part, their part of playing the game is to see who could get to the top fastest and who can finish content fastest. And if you have stuff like uh, boosters or stuff like that, that they will consider that as, as pay to win. Um, 
Yeah, I feel like pay to advance faster is it's got like that. That's got to be a big part, or at least sub, somewhat substantial in their new system. Uh, like their company, they need to make money, and if they're giving all the content for free, like it has to come from somewhere. And con and like as cool as cosmetic items are, it doesn't seem like that is going to be enough. Like I wouldn't imagine that's enough to justify like um, all this effort to like relaunch the game he's uh jimmy comeback and says yeah but they've not experienced true pay to win that's oh, true yeah. that's true true pay to win um I, yeah you can't really say that uh secret world uh the way that it was is has been pay to win no yeah i, I definitely don't think so um and i don't think like even in a new system it would necessarily be like full pay to win either but uh i've at least in, in my own mind, I've resigned that it's going to be paid to advance faster. And like, I've never, I've never been someone to like really uh, be concerned with whether other people are progressing faster than me. And I'm just like taking it as, oh, even if I go really slow, I'm just going to enjoy doing this game with my friends and all the story content because that's what I'm here for, anyways. Well, that's very if, true. If anything, like if it's paid to advance faster, then people might need to reconsider the it's like oh world first titles for completing uh you know dungeons on difficulties or raids on difficulties that in order to get up to those, those points and be on all the same level that they would have to purchase it yeah because i mean like you wouldn't like to even get to those levels like, i would imagine in sig world legends you wouldn't even have to purchase it it'll take a long time yeah but to be like, hey, yeah, I got world first, but I paid my way through it, it kind of feel hollow, you know? That is true. But, it, like, but then again, <laughs> to each their own, because, yeah. you know, so what if they just used, uh, you know, experience potions? Or so what if they just used that just to get up there a little faster? They still finished the content. They still were able yeah. to complete the content on its hard levels. You know, that that itself is the achievement, not so much how you got there in the first place. Now, unless there was, like the epic level gear that they could buy then that would be you know completely different right yeah if, if they just sold the straight up drops yeah uh, have we heard anything about um whether like gear that you build up is like sellable in the auction house i don't know really uh i'm not sure that they went that far i know that yeah you could you could buy you could build gear up you can change a gear's level and I think they more so were mentioning stuff about like the base items being able to. Hmm. Because like if it is, if you can build something like someone who grinds a lot and builds it up, then some like uh, someone would have to grind to get the gear uh, first, and then if they let's say they made two of them, they've done enough grinding to get two of them, uh, then they could sell their second one for, and then probably someone who wants to spend a lot of money on the game would uh, win that auction. Yeah. If that is the case. And then, uh, Jimmy, we actually pulled money into TSW to get Cabal members, GM, Guildmaster membership for the 18 hour. See, that that to me isn't really like pay to advance faster because, yeah, even, even though you got the 18 hour raid cooldown, you still got to beat the difficulty. I mean, you guys probably wiped thousands of times to finish it, but it's pretty nice. Not Jimmy. I'm sure Jimmy has never wiped. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, Jimmy's never wiped because he plays on bananas, okay? He plays on bananas. 
Uh, side note here, Letter B, uh, thanks for joining us, Letter B, um, has just mentioned, I just hope the GM still permits me something on Secret World Legends. Uh, as far as we know, it has. It should. Uh, I think all the they said that all the weapons will unlock for us so that we don't have to pay for the weapons. Yeah, you should get some some benefits. We'll we'll have to see. Like like we said. Um, yeah, but what all those benefits are going to be, or even if they're going to rescind that one. I mean, you'll never know. Um, yeah. Oh, and then I was even um, I had posed a question the other day to the community manager Andy Bendit, and I was asking to see if like, hey, would uh, Funcom ever reinstate like a promotional to for people to get lifetime membership again? And he said it's probably not on the boards. They they don't want people having lifetime membership. Yeah, lifetime, lifetimes are not exactly uh, a good model, especially when you're pushing people towards paying on a monthly basis on subscribing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I understand. I I'm kind of feel bad that I missed out on the. Uh, the grandmaster but it's okay <laughs> i say i think it's a great th it's a great thing from a uh, from a player standpoint though it's a great thing from a consumer standpoint but it's terrible oh, yeah. from there it's terrible from it, yeah so the other thing that came out this week um was they had a second blog post all about the combat and uh they just put that out today actually and multiple youtube videos highlighting uh weapons so far they've had a uh, pistol and elemental on their uh, secret world legends Twitter account. They've, they've shown those. And I think the Facebook page, too. Yep, man, on Facebook. And they just came out with a new video today all about the combat changes. I think this is uh, very important for them to market well and to try to explain. Um, as we all know, one, the, one of the biggest downsides that many, many, many people cited in terms of why they wanted, why they were leaving the game despite its strengths is the combat. And hopefully uh, people will be interested seeing these changes and i know at least on oh, facebook yeah. i saw a few people who were interested um even even trying to convince like other friends because I, I had joined up with old wow friends and i was um trying to convince them to play secret world legends and they're like i used to play secret world but i stopped because of the combat and i was like oh well you're gonna love the combat they're re redesigning it and everything and so now they're excited to go and try to play it so I, think, I agree. Do you think from all the streams that we've seen that the combat really is going to change opinions? It's going to change it up somewhat. I mean, for those who've been playing constantly like we had, probably not much of a difference besides the, the reticule. But for those who just played once and stopped, they might, you know, like the changes that are happening. That's true. I primarily didn't play for the combat. Uh, I mean, I didn't think the combat was awful, but I could really see why other people would consider it, you know, not not great. Especially when the game was reporting itself to be very action-oriented, and it really wasn't, to an extent. Yes. So, so with that being at odds, that they've they've kind of you know switched those gears and going to a uh, going to an action combat, like a more pure action combat sort of uh, sort of situation, even eschewing tab. I'm assuming. Uh. I think they are completely issuing tab and it, it's good to see those blog posts because they need to sell the combat because well, like jared said it it was one of the the failing marketing aspects of the old game now if, if this combat works out it will help them gain new players i think uh, i remember reading a lot of people saying that the combat doesn't feel good and the reticle targeting um hopefully will address that just to make it feel better, to make it feel like it's uh, like when you hit something that it's it's a little more solid 
I like a, word, a smoother gameplay. I really heard the word floaty being thrown around before with the combat. The people thought that the combat was really, um, that it felt kind of, uh, you can't see my arms waving, but I, I got kind of like a, uh, you know, I'm imagining them going on right now. It's <laughs> that, uh, that hopefully that with, but that's also a thing with like animation and timing and, and stuff like that. So hopefully they'll be able to, uh, to communicate those, um, those actions a little better. Mm-hmm. So they also had a, a video done by the Hive Leader. I, I don't know. I saw that. I don't know the Hive Leader personally. I'm sure he's a, um, he's a great individual. They, the, uh, I think they were the leader for the Hive Cabal. They were like a big Cabal leader back in TSW. But that they allowed him to do a video and to put that video out of uh, his own closed beta impressions. Ooh. Can Xander throw that up there? I'm not sure. Very exclusive. If he's even listening, it's okay. <laughs> I'll throw it up in uh, in Twitch chat so everyone can take a look at that. Oh, yeah. It's about a six-minute video, and he goes on saying that the, you know, he thinks that the the combat is is good, that they're gonna that they're trying to basically go in a full other direction from where they've headed with the, you know, instead of having the builders and consumers that it now kind of feels like you're playing with more of a mana pool that uh, that comes back over time. Yeah, I think he described it really well. Um, he described that in the secret world, because you have to build and then you can consume. So it was kind of uh, you have to, you have this you have these slow combat encounters where you're using your builders five times before you can use a big attack. So that means most enemies are taking at least five hits, maybe more. Um, this using like a big attack first because you start off with a full bar and then you're using up your bar and then you uh, wait for it to go back up. Then it allows combat encounters to go by a lot faster because you use your strong attacks first and then you, if if you haven't killed it already, then you're using your weaker attacks. Yeah, it was. I could see how it's definitely a disadvantage, especially going into nightmare dungeons and probably uh, when uh, the new um, mode comes out. Uh, because usually how, how the rotation went, like you said, it's, it's five and then, um, the five builders, and then you, uh, do all your, um, like the deadly aim breaching shot, you, you pop those and then you do your big attack. So it, I wouldn't say it was like a time waster, but it sort of was, instead of going right off the bat and being able to just get in there. So being able to streamline that combat-wise will probably make, you know, or hopefully, I wouldn't say probably, hopefully make, uh, like, the in-gamers, you know, happier, at least. So how do you think these combat changes will really affect endgame? It, it will, like, because, like I said, the the nightmare, it, it'll... Um, it will maybe uh, shorten boss time. Um, it will maybe help uh, give more time to like buff rotations if if there's still buffs in the game, like the deadly and breaching shot and short fuse. Those are the three main buffs that they had used. So if those are still in Secret World Legends, they they all had like a minute to two minute cooldown. And so if you pop those off the bat, well and the boss fight still goes on, well, you can pop them again. You'll get two major rotations in. Um, 
I think in terms of like I've heard other people uh, talk about rotations and specific things that happened in the secret world and then kind of like comparing them to what they think will happen in secret world legends and uh, personally I I think that is not really any point in doing that right now or like we don't know any of like like anything about how the combat numbers are going to work okay yeah Uh, but uh, what I feel is the big change will be the reticle targeting for bosses that you actually have to move around, which we're already like. Until so we're already them, pretty actively moving around as is. Yeah, yeah. Like they were already. I, I don't think they were actually easy. It's just that we played them so many times that they eventually became easy because <laughs> there was nothing else to do in a way. Um, but yeah, true, I think true. with reticle, it'll be. It could be very difficult to do some of these uh, high movement bosses. I suppose it depends because if if we were already used to moving around a lot, then, like I said, it could be more streamlined depending on gamer to gamer. But then again, like you, you see, some people you know complain looking at the ridicule videos. You know, it makes them sick. They can't they can't even look at it. Like, yeah. Oh, by the- sick I mean nauseous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. For those people, I, I, like, I guess there's not really much that can be done, and that is unfortunate. Um, it yeah, I do. It, I do feel for those people. Yeah, it makes it a lot less accessible because you can't um, tab target and therefore just like look from one angle the whole time. Um, but for everyone else, at least the game hopefully will be more action oriented, or at least people will think that. I don't know. I have hope, though, because I think we did put that in Romaine's head that, uh, you know, sometimes people play Secret World on in, in ways that, you know, might not be unexpected. That's a good point. We did. He, he was very surprised that day. <laughs> oh, yeah. During the interview. But I don't think that we'll see um, a turned off ridicule at launch. It maybe will come down the line if there's more feedback. But I, I, I personally don't think that they'll ter- ever turn it off. No, I don't think so either. I think that's basically what they're keeping as the core of their gameplay here. Yeah. I agree. Hello, everyone. Hey! And is back! Hello. Now we're no longer unsupervised! Oh, just consider me not there. <laughs> not here oh. at all. Oh, no! <laughs> Alright, okay, back to chaos. And <laughs> illegal things. <laughs> uh, we were just uh, talking about the two new blogs that they put out, the free-to-play and the combat blogs. Oh, combat. They uh, uh, they there. published it today. See, I wish I, I had listened to a podcast that would tell me there was a new blog post. Oh, I no. Like this one. So, anyway, do you think that these videos and all the videos that they're putting out, do you think it's enough? Now, uh, mm. we knew we already knew the combat was changing as we've been seeing the you know the biweekly um, Friday streams that they've been doing. But do we think that this you know so we're we're pretty much all in the know. They've also released uh, on their Twitter and Facebook pages videos showing the elementalism gimmick and the pistols gimmick, and I don't care what they call it. I'm gonna keep calling it a gimmick. Gimmick. <laughs> It's going to become a thing because, because of, you know, Roman, Roman, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's a specialization. (laughs) Okay. But the question is, do we 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 think all these videos... We can make it be a good thing. 
I said, but do we think all these videos are getting into the right eyes? Like, <sighs> like who is their target audience for, for all these videos? The target audience, in my opinion, it should be the new players. It should focus on them, showing the new aspects of the relaunch game, even though veteran players will see it. But in my opinion, no, it's... I don't think they're doing enough because if one, if we, if we were free, like, um, new players, A, we wouldn't really know about the secret world. Uh, B, we don't really see any advertising on major platforms besides, uh, you know, interviews and stuff on massively OP and then possible, um, Twitter advertisements and like if new players don't even go on Twitter, they won't even see it. They need to up their advertising game. It's only 25 days till and their major player base will be new players. And uh, even talking to, to people to try to convince pe people to play the secret world, they're like, what is this? Like, I haven't even heard of this. Yeah, but till now, it just feels like they've been lying on word of mouth. Um, That's, yeah, like overall in terms of them uh, advertising, I've... That's one thing that made me really disappointed that it's not coming out on Steam it's not. right away. Yeah, I think that's a big problem, to be honest. Uh, I feel like they might have locked themselves into the quarter by kind of saying that they were going to put it out on the end at the end of June and kind of aiming for that. And it seemed like, like I, I don't know whose decision it was to make Steam later because of like the other uh, games that are coming out, but. Well, that could I, just be I, a strategic as far as, you know, how many boosts you can get. It is strategic. They've said so as well. And what, it's what is a, it, it for the boost? Sorry. Oh, like uh, um, advertising boost. Like, you know, they're going to have they're going to have a boost on launch where you, you'll have it on all like, the you know, hopefully on all the big game websites. We'll have it. Oh, OK. I see. Um, yeah. Saying it's coming out the 26th. And then all of a sudden when, you know, when that kind of starts to die down, maybe then all of a sudden it's coming out on Steam and they get a nice second boost from that. Yeah, but Ocho, you were right, uh, right on the money there. Are all these things that uh, they're putting out right now, these uh, specialty spotlights uh, for different weapons, is it enough? Um, no. Quite frankly, I was hoping for something a little bit more elaborate, um, especially the one with elementalism being, um, I think it's, uh, it's in the crucible. I believe, uh, which is the uh, training room for Templars in the game. Yes. And it's just, I understand that it has to be simple to the point of being almost ridiculously simple and stu stupid f so that people get it right away. You know, it's like, boom, oh, okay, I get what the mechanism is here. I don't want to use the G word. <laughs> that That's the point that the Hive leader was getting at in his... Um in his closed beta impressions video that they let him post was that they're really simplifying the game. But simplification doesn't necessarily mean dumbing down per se. I'm, but I but they are going for, yeah, they are going for systems that are much simpler instead of being complex. Right. But that can be a good thing as well because mostly people had an issue with a complex, what seemed to them like a complex uh, and a very elaborate combat system before. Now, maybe they, 
you know, the message has gotten lost, whereas people kept complaining about the combat, uh, and maybe they weren't complaining about, you know, all the abilities, maybe they were just complaining about how those abilities were presented and stuff like that. But I was talking more about, from the marketing perspective, uh, seeing these videos, and I just, I would have expected a little bit more uh, explanation a little bit more pizzazz because that's what you need if you if you have a product that you're launching you want some you want something catchy you want you know someone explaining what all this is uh, and this is more it feels more as an explanation of what people who are already familiar with the game what they can expect uh, versus you know introducing it to new players but let's face it, though, uh, when they released Conan Exiles, they obviously got that into the right eyes because, you know, they had their biggest quarter yet. And Conan Exiles is basically making the money hand over fist. See, that's where I'm disappointed. I don't feel like they're putting as much effort into advertising like uh, for the Secret World Legends as they did with Conan Exiles. And if they were to do that, I imagine they would get a lot more players. I'm not sure why they're not doing that from a money standpoint, since the quarterly showed them to, you know, have such a great review. It's it's mind-boggling. Like um, I I want them to have like, TV, they do have um, television advertisements. They need to run that. They need to run like advertisements on Reddit and all that. And I'm sorry, Jared, go ahead. Oh no no no! If you have anything, if you have anything more, continue. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm done. Um, I I think Jimmy brought up a good point that like, uh, the big release is obviously the Steam one. I think that's where the marketing will be leading up to. Um, so do you think they're going for marketing after release? Perhaps <sighs> like the, like I the only I feel like the only people that are gonna be or the main people who are gonna be getting it. Uh, on June 26th are exist mostly existing players compared to like the general audience which is on Steam and um, also uh, how you want to market is uh, it's a very different system in terms of making money obviously uh, between a game like Conan Exiles where you the payment is up front uh, compared to this where they need people to stay and like it so uh, for like any free to play game uh, the main uh, the the main thing that you need is player retention and then and then like conversion of them uh, paying money so that means they like have to play a lot and like the game compared to uh, a game where like if you just advertise it and it has like something funny that people are willing to spend uh, up front like Conan Exiles and the um, uh, genital sliders uh, that obviously <laughs> got uh, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. that's like perfect for that kind of game but I, like if that was the main selling point or the main thing that got viral in a free-to-play game i don't think it would work the same way but here's the thing as well um we still don't know whether this uh launch or relaunch i should say uh scheduled for the 26th is actually going to be the official launch or if it's going to be like a soft launch you know where they'll actually just put it into an open beta and then keep the proper launch uh, date for the steam release that's going to be like what 
two and a half months later, something like that. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would make sense because even like if they do a soft launch, they still have another month to get a lot of bugs out, you know, for the older yeah. players. Have well, they mentioned not... anything about, I mean, as far as a soft launch goes, basically soft launch, we're basically meaning as uh, no wipes after they start closed beta or after a certain point of closed beta, they'll stop wiping. Well, they did say that uh, during open beta, there will be no uh, no wipes anymore. So oh, I think as long as, as long as we're in, I do believe, uh, as long as uh, there's closed beta, there's a possibility of wipes. Uh, whether or not they're going to do that uh, for the open beta remains to be seen because sometimes plans can change. Yeah. So once... See, that's where I think um, NDA is going to be lifted on the 25th, 26th, to be honest. Well, hopefully, because if they're launching a game, you, they, yeah. you don't want to launch it in closed beta. You know, you don't want to call it that. Well, maybe, uh, maybe that's what 26 is. It's going to be open beta. See, the letter B in Twitch chat says, I'm salty, salty about closed beta. Um, like, I'm not one to normally feel entitled, but GMs should have gotten in at least. But here's the thing. Uh, See, but that goes back to asking, who, who are they targeting for this new yeah, game? Exactly. They're not really targeting people that they've already sold it to, even though they do kind of have to resell it to us. They do because these people are also going to be the same people that are going to be putting extra money into the game, uh, given the opportunity. And by that, I mean if you know they think something is worth their time and money, <laughs> just like any other uh, free player that comes along or player oh, that yeah. So from that point on, true, th there will be quite a bit of perks. Um, for GMs and for TSW players, not just GMs, but subscribers. Uh, but uh, for the most part, I think the goal was to try to attract as many uh, players who have, n as many as possible, who have not played the game or who have had a big issue with it previously and have dropped it, uh, who are not GMs. Um, you know, so that way they can see it from a standpoint of someone who has disliked it before to see what they should fix. And the thing is, you do want you do want those negative opinions because that's how how you can sort things out. And I was gonna say, and the the negative opinions from players that have tried it and left may be extremely more valuable than any of our opinions as GM because we've exactly. already bought into it. We've already said, no, we, we're going in full blast. We're going in, you know, whole hog. They've already sold it to us. They don't really need to sell it to us again because they're going to be giving us so much even in Secret World Legends. Yeah. Right. But those and people who left, right, their opinion means a heck of a lot more. Yeah, and they. Uh, I read somewhere in one of their interviews that they uh, started off with like 40,000 uh, 40,000 beta invitees, um, oh, wow. and then uh, they grew to 80,000, I think it, it doubled, uh, so those numbers are probably a lot, quite a bit higher, even in closed beta, this is like phase 5, I do believe, uh, you know, so those are good numbers if those have been increased, so it also 
stands to reason that not everyone who went in and tried it out uh, in a, in beta, in closed beta, has actually continued on. You know, sometimes it's just, it's just sheer um, curiosity. Uh, people just want to see what it's about. Sometimes people will activate the key, but won't continue to play after a few hours or even, you know, after a few days or something. So, well, I guess time will tell the tale. <laughs> uh, Jordan says, uh, I haven't been sold on it so much as forced to accept, accept it in order to see continued storyline. Yeah, I, that's something for that's a lot true. of players. I mean, that's a selling point yes, for me. Yes, at least for a lot of veterans. I hear that from a lot of people in the roleplay community, too. And it is kind of sad to see that that, that notion, but I, I'm with it as well. Like, I want to see, you know, uh, season two. And if we have to go through season one again, well, that's just what we got to do. Uh, Letter B is asking in Twitch, are they still keeping the legacy server? As far as we know, yes. Yeah, for that now. That, will, yep. that that will still be up, that, that if you still own that, you'll still be able to play it. That, um, uh, I mean, and they haven't said anything otherwise as far as getting rid of it. Though, who knows, you know, they could, absolutely. No. See, there's the thing. Mm -hmm. Negromancer said the continued story is still extremely hypothetical. Eh. <laughs> uh, no, I agree. I agree. I agree with Jimmy completely. No, it's not. It's been uh, written. Well, here, here's the thing. It, it doesn't even matter that it's written, right? But what matters is that they need to continue uh, bringing in new players and story is important story it's is a driving factor of doing yeah that. so even though they won't be charging for it but there'll be other things that they will be selling that will be associated with it probably and the thing is that's how you end up bringing players back into the game as well news of new content no no player is going to go in just to be like oh cool they've, they've got this like you know new pet or mount or you know whatever they're going to come back because of the story so this right. is something that has to be done and um, Tilti Roman had the game director he had mentioned in uh, our interview and in different interviews that he had done uh, since then that they have a very very ambitious uh, release schedule after the initial relaunch so that's going to there's a lot of stuff to to go through right and then hopefully hopefully fingers crossed that everything goes well and we don't have to wait six months or more for the whispering tide to conclude and uh, tokyo will drop and after that it hopefully by now they're working on tokyo already right adjusting Aegis system and what else and i'm actually looking forward to see what they've concocted up with the Aegis because that's going to be really really interesting for a lot of players because so many players have left the game because of it and uh then after that what's there to to be released season two so hopefully by the end of this year now um I know I'm like basically one of the slowest levelers in the world, and uh, I, I think Jared, you, you said earlier that uh, that you like basically taking your time. You're not one to to get too fast. Do you think we're going to get to a high enough level to even play Whispering Tide? 
depends how, how often you're going to play, you know, how many hours yeah, no, I'm you'll be worried. able to clock I, in. I feel like Whisper Chat's going to start, I'm going to be like, but I'm still level 30. Like, you know, I don't even... <laughs> Let's just grind it out. Okay, but guys, remember that when Whispering Tide came out, uh, there were two raids. One was the like the nightmare, and one was the normal one, so to speak, right? So everyone had a, had a chance to participate, regard regardless of their level back then. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same thing now. Yeah, hopefully. I think they've because always done a good job of that, of yeah, having different level content for different level people. And this isn't about Tokyo, about fighting in Tokyo. This is about opening Tokyo as a new playfield, right? So everyone, at least that's the hope <laughs> uh, that I have, that everyone would actually be able to participate uh, in this grand event that opens up Tokyo. Especially if they uh, keep the steam launch of the game until uh, until a little after that uh it depends upon when they decide to open it up even they're starting a little late the steam players yeah probably probably because you'd want you'd want the new players as well to be a part of something like that because uh, this is where our community in general shines absolutely shines and you see the unity uh and uh, you know you see the sense that our what our community is all about and it's just absolutely fantastic it, it'd be a shame for them to do it before the steam relaunch so uh, going back in the very beginning of the podcast we mentioned what we're playing this week and uh well jin's playing secret world because she gets to see it on her new system and she gets to finally play the game on full on specs. On Ultra! And... Yay! Man. It's pretty. Wish it's a completely day. different game, right? It is. I'm like, oh, jeez. I've been missing out. Yeah. It did make all the difference. It's like, oh, now I can play without lag. I hope, I like I said it before, I hope uh, Secret World Legends will be the same way. But here's the thing. You'll actually be playing it from you know, ground zero. From oh! And that's going to be yes. a better experience for you. Yeah, you'll, you'll you. get to see everything naturally in, in full, full glory. Yes. But, uh, uh, but I know I haven't been playing Secret World because I felt that there hasn't been really any incentive to go back and play it. it like so, you said, it's a ghost town. Yeah, is there any incentive to play old Secret World at all? That's going to be... I would say no. No. Uh, the short, short version of the answer has to be no. Uh, I don't know if they're going to leave... I mean, how many people is it going to take to kill a world boss that's stomping around, right? Uh, <laughs> under how much lag? Uh, true, lag may not be as present as it was before, even in the secret world. But uh, I just... I really genuinely don't see the incentive. And the thing is, I don't really want to go back to TSW once SWL launches because I'm going to be wasting time that I could use to level up my character, right? <laughs> so I don't know. Probably nostalgia, you know, will bring some players in, some people who may not know about the relaunch if they've missed it. But they'll become aware of it pretty damn quickly. <laughs> so, you won't even be able to access or like download yeah. the secret world. If you, you if you never had it. Well, true, true. But 
Well, let's yeah, see I don't how know. it goes. <laughs> I would say if they if they even stop the ability to download it, then yeah, they just have to wait until everybody leaves at that point. At one point, they're just going to be like, you know what, guys, uh, they, we've come to the end of the road. Uh, and I do, I do expect that um, that info to come to us by the end of the year. To be honest, I just don't don't see. I don't know what the cost is. I'm not a game developer, so I have no idea what the cost uh, associated with uh, actually having a a game, uh, active game on where not a lot of players actually play, or well. You know, if you don't contribute monetarily to a game, then how how long before they just pull the plug for that very reason, right? Hmm. Maybe, but then again, people still play Guild Wars 1, and that's been up But I think for... they still sell Guild Wars 1. That's true, they'd still sell it. They're not going to be selling TSW. Hmm. I actually thought that, yeah, that there would be some people who would stick around, but... um. Yeah, nope. <laughs> since the past few weeks, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like the case. So I'm, I'm also now in the camp that I think it'll be closed within the num number of months. Yeah, just get everybody transferred over. Maybe they also want to see how well received SWL will be, you know, before they make decisions either way. So. And also, we don't, we don't know how much it's going to be to, you know, to cost them to keep that server on and running. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be it could be just a nominal fee. It could just be something small. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk like wor worst case scenario though. What if oh, Secret no. World Legends isn't well received? We're not doom and gloom. <laughs> no, no, I I just want to know. I just want to uh, know. I honestly don't think that's gonna happen. I honestly don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, there's always going to be positive and negative feedback. That's for sure. That's something that's unavoidable. And usually negative stuff uh, tends to be much, much louder than the positive stuff, right? True. But here's the thing. As long as there, the negative feedback that anyone gets it doesn't matter what, be it Funcom, be it anyone, as long as it's constructive, the game developers can take it into consideration and still, you know, adjust things. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, the Funcom team has proven that they're willing and able to do that to the best of their ability. So that's why I'm yep. thinking this is going to be a soft launch. And Steam launch is going to be the big thing, like the proper launch where it's not going to be beta, you know, <laughs> it's going to be the big thing. And by then, a lot of things might also get adjusted because you'll get a bigger number of people in there. Uh, so, you know, you never I, know. I do kind of agree with, uh, with, with Jimmy, of course, in chat. Uh, if, you know, they really are putting all their eggs in one basket, though. And if it doesn't succeed, that's uh, yeah, that's kind of a that, that's kind of a harsh reality. Yeah, I think that's the end of the Secret World IP if it doesn't succeed, <laughs> which would be even more of a shame because this is one of the. I mean, you know, uh, I I may be speaking with a little bit of a bias here because I, I do have you know played the game for so long. I think Secret World is just a great IP, even if it doesn't even continue in game. I'd like to see it continued elsewhere. I agree. I yeah. love for there in, to in... be some sort of like a, 
uh, a comic book or even a book. Oh my God, release no, a, book. a book. A book. Uh, you oh know, my God. Okay. That, okay. that, that would be fantastic. This is a little side note here. But um, not too long ago, occasionally I like playing games that aren't really cool. And uh, I downloaded a, a Seek and Find mobile game. The Seek and Find mobile game had novels that were attached to the game. Like, like $2 <laughs> on Amazon novels. They had like five novels for a Seek and Find game. <laughs> That's uh, pretty cool. If a Seek and Find game can have novels written for the game, why can't Secret World? I don't yeah. know. Like, I would read the heck out of a Secret World novel. To, to be I fair, know. the demographic who plays Seek and Find games are the demographic that reads novels. Okay, yeah, that's that's kind of true. All right. <laughs> yeah, but who says who says that people who play this game? But I mean, well, but games that also have know. novels: Guild Wars, Star yeah. Trek Online, World of um, Warcraft. World of Warcraft's got a metric ton of them. Why not? And why not publish? You know, there's there's absolutely phenomenal writers uh, who play this game, as we have seen from INTSW contest. Why not? You know, right? Even if it's just a collection of short stories. I mean, how awesome would that be? Create a character. There's so many RPers. Um, you know, and just. Send it off to Funcom. Ask for permission. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know the legalities of how that would be. Um, that would be, uh, you know, what would be required uh, before publishing. Probably some sort of uh, agreement or license or whatever. Uh, but there's so many possibilities. Oh my God! They, and you know what? I really, 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 genuinely hope. Um, that they will actually utilize their uh, merchandise store, the Funcom one that with Zapbat or something, I forgot what the name of it is. Um, so when SWL launches, that there is actually something there, like uh, posters. People have been wanting posters for the longest time. Uh, have contests, give stuff out. Uh, it, just do everything and anything that you possibly can <laughs> so that you know word spreads even further like i would love to see someone else in the world wearing like uh you know an illuminati t-shirt or yeah. something along that line like occasionally i'll see people with um with like world of warcraft stuff it's rare but i see it but i i would i would fall backwards if i saw someone wearing like a pair of dog tags or something like that i'd be like yes <laughs> it's like ah i Bye know you yeah, my brother my sister <laughs> i've been wearing my uh dragon t-shirt around for years but no one has ever told mentioned that they know what it's about <laughs> right yeah Aww. i'm sorry um just a quick side note here people who have won dog tags in our late last competition legendary moments of the secret world uh there's a lot of you guys who guys and gals who have still not sent in uh, the info that i had requested in either an email or in a twitter dm depending on how you submitted your entry that won so do check them and respond please Send Thank Antita you. your information, because otherwise, 
I'm going to take your dog tags. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, they'll become expired. <laughs> Just like the beta keys. I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, um, something that is somewhat Secret World related. Uh, Joshua Deitch, the former lead writer of the Secret World, who we all know and love. Uh, I think today he posted on Twitter asking which passages of, of writing from the Secret World should he include to show to employers so if you want to hit him up on do that. that uh just off the top of my head one of the uh one of the statements by oh for some reason i'm blanking on the name who's who's the head of the illuminati that's um kirsten geary kirsten geary's monologue when she enters into when you enter into tokyo is one of the best monologues in this entire game dang now i need to go watch it again that's one where she mentions I something I need like, to roll a Illuminati. <laughs> uh, like, like in this in this day and age, um, you know, conspiracy theories are out in the open. You just bury them in the third page of a Google search, and no one will ever find it. I'm like, that's amazing. That quote alone, is amazing. So I'll, I'll have to get on there and be like, that one, that one, and then hopefully he wrote it because otherwise that'd be insulting. <laughs> All right. So other than that, um, we still have a couple community events going on. First of yes. all is the uh, Secret World Database TSW2SWL Cosmetics Giveaway still going on on the forum. Ben, you want to discuss that? Yeah, it's just, as always, uh, Secret World Database is giving away all the cosmetics that they have. Just drop them a line and they'll send you whatever they have if you want. Get them until, you know, uh, Secret World Legends drops. So, um You'd probably apply those items to your account. Uh, that's going to be probably going on until the game launches, or maybe even after until they run out of things. Uh, and then um, the Eschaton, Matarius's um, publication, is still going on until game launches, so that's June 26th. Uh, he wants you guys to send in your version of the end of the world for the secret world. can be anything. It can be a story, a short story, uh, a poem, a piece of art, anything that you want. Um, a high five. A high five. But uh, he is aiming to publish that as well, and a lot of people have already sent in their submissions. So if you want to be one of those who have the works published, go right ahead. Awesome. Amazing. This community is amazing. Yeah. I know, right? I, I was super excited. I sent mine in like a long time ago. <laughs> but it's it's pretty nice. We have a lot of excellent writers. That's what I was talking about. I know. Do get together, do a collection of short stories. Or anything. Uh, like I said, a collection of short stories would be would be amazing. Publish that into a book. I'd buy that. Anyway, I think that's uh, about it for the show tonight. Uh, thank you very much for joining us tonight on Beyond the Veil. This has been episode 264, recorded I... on the 1st of June, 2017. Wait. Oh, maybe not. 226? Or is it 264? 264. Did I say 226? I meant 264. No, it's the other way around. I think it's 226. It's oh, 226. 226. <laughs> We have about 40 missing shows. 
Whoa, yeah. I was, I was looking, <laughs> sorry, folks. I, I was looking at the uh, the title that's on the Twitch stream, and it's for Tribbles and Ecstasy. Not, uh, <laughs> Darn you, Tribbles. I changed it. I changed it. I changed it. I changed Darn it. Darn you, <laughs> Tribbles. Um, episode 226, right, on the 1st of June, 2017. Uh, this is Hollow Sweet Media. You can follow Hollow Sweet Media by going to hollowsweetmedia.com. You can follow them on Twitter at uh, Hollow Sweet Media. And uh, follow their. Uh, Twitch page here to see every show, which is done every Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, Jin, where can they find you online? On Twitter at uh, Jinji, but they can find us on Twitter at uh, Beyond TSW. And we should be changing that to Beyond SWL sometimes. Sometime uh, soon. Sometime, sometime soon when the game launches. Jared, where can they find you we online? Are, oh. Yeah, never mind. I thought we were still beyond TSW. We are. Ah, we're both. We're transitioning. It's okay. Yeah, we are transitioning. But Jared, where can they find you online? Uh, Twitter, Jared J10. Uh, Facebook, the same thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. Jared J10. But more importantly, follow beyond SWL or TSW, whichever one is the right one currently. Yes. Uh, and as Jordan says, don't forget to visit AnimeNation.com for more information on Secret World Legends. It's the brand new blog site. Go visit it for your weekly dose of news as well. So you can follow myself at Big Mikey Ocho on Twitter. Um, but yes, and you can follow the game that we are discussing, Secret World Legends at Secret World LGDS on Twitter, and of course following Funcom on Twitter at Funcom to get all your Secret World updates. Uh, Animations is a good one. I got myself some of the Icy Claws from Animations. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. You guys are waiting for me to say. I was saying, how about you, Antita? <laughs> how about you, Antita? Mine's We've missed Antita you. Antita A-L uh, A-N-T-I-D-A A-E-Y-E-L uh, I do have to admit that oh, I'm mostly not there. Um, but yeah, eventually <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> It'll be just fine. And also Beyond uh, Beyond the Veil, our podcast is on uh, Facebook as well. So do look us up there as well. Ooh. You sounded like a little pigeon. Ooh. 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 And with that, everybody have a good day. See us next week. Same time, same place. Ooh. 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 Do, we have, yes. do we have the streaming ones tomorrow? Uh, uh, e it wasn't last Maybe. Friday. Possibly. Hmm. We have so. something. <laughs> we have something tomorrow. We either have another phase of beta or we have the dev stream. <laughs> so it's one or, one or the other. In any case, do keep an eye out on uh, on their Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv forward slash funcom. And last few times, they actually started at 1 p.m. EST. So do keep your eyes peeled to that. I think that's it. See you all guys next time. Bye-bye. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Thanks for tuning in to tonight's broadcast of Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Join us next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and be sure to check holosuitemedia.com and iTunes for our remastered shows and more. You can follow us on Twitter at BeyondTSW. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email to beyondtsw at gmail.com and join us next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Beyond the Veil, a place where hilarity always ensues. Thank you.